0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh, and welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, you had
1: a
3: little
2: shudder then. Because I'm like, yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, like, up for it.
3: Look, Portslie crew, we'll let you in here and what's really been going on. We have been in a studio for the last couple of hours. We've been recording a new guest episode. I don't
2: know my name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Waffle. And it's very, very, very warm in here. Sexy, as they say uh,
2: underneath my moobs are sweating <laughs> at the moment it's hot
3: I am not accepting that you've got moobs I'm not letting you have them. I it. have
2: them and I'm owning them Yeah,
3: you want them I want them <laughs> well you haven't got them and
2: that's that <laughs> damn
3: <laughs> but we're very hot it's been a long day I've just had a whole punnet of blueberries to myself <laughs> luckily Sarah some things... b-
2: baby bells. yeah
3: I had to bring my snacks they're my well-timed Slimming World snacks that is good yeah that's it um, but yeah so things I mean who knows Things might go awry. Port I think this is
2: going to be a funny one because we're both a bit delirious. Yeah, we're
3: slightly delirious, slightly sweaty, bit shiny. You know, it could go anywhere. Glowy. Glowy. Uh, glowy. Glowy. Uh, glowy, glowy, uh, shiny, glowy, For goodness <laughs> sake, girl. Oh my gosh. Coming up, of course, I'm quite excited about my news from the north. I'm quite looking forward to my news from the north. What's it about? Oh um, Snoring. Oh. Yes. We're going to have a, a lot of, to talk about
2: here.
3: <laughs> a bit of well-timed snoring.
2: Mine is about confusion.
3: G- all the... The best news mm. from the north, it always results.
2: I always actually say that confusion is a, is a good, it's a nice feeling, don't you think? Yeah. Feeling being confused, it feels quite nice. <laughs> Do you ever think that?
3: Well, it is most of my life, to be <laughs> honest. It's just my absolutely set demeanor, to be honest. Um, now, this podcast is a little bit well, it's a birthday podcast, eee. is it not? It is. Jules has got his birthday. Now, when you hear this, Portslough Crew, it will have been yesterday. But now it's on Thursday. Confusing. Confusion. Confusing. Confusion. So there will be a little... Do you want your birthday fun now or do you want it in a minute? Let's have it now. Should we have it now? Yeah, okay. Jules is having a birthday. Oh, darling, happy birthday. Thanks.
2: I totally forgot that this was going to be a birthday egg.
3: Well, I know what you mean.
2: (laughs) 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 Pressure's on, is it? Are you giving me that mug that you don't want?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right, Um, two little bags. Now, I'd like to say, on this birthday, I've gone chic. I've tried to go chic. I went to a very chic shop. You do chic
2: so well. Well, I do. Let's go vis-a-vis the Lacroix note card holder you got me for Christmas one year. I'll be honest. Vis-a-vis the bollocks to Christmas mug you got me one year. Like You don't buy bad gifts. Also the fox plate you got me one year.
3: Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that since. Where is it? That needs mounting, I'd say. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Um to be honest, I feel like i peaked with the Lacroix note holder. I don't feel like I'll ever quite get up to those dizzy heights again. You know, anything's just going to be a disappointment. I now just for love you. buying
2: for you. Yeah,
3: oh, well, it's so easy. Do you know what though? You are very easy to buy for. Now you know that you how know we've me, always yeah. said. Mm. Now, honestly, I, I go into some shops and I'm like, I could literally buy him anything in here apart from bloody mm. hand cream because he's overrun.
2: Honestly, I can't
3: get <laughs> through that, that beauty. stuff. Beauty. I, past I place. can't
2: lean on stuff because I slip off now. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I walked to the shop that I wanted to go to for you and I walked past another place and it said gift vouchers outside I thought oh what's this I looked in no beauty's facial I thought what a waste of time <laughs> that would be <laughs>
2: Shall I open, like? I can see two bags so Shall there's I open two one? Little
3: bags so I would start
2: you're very kind
3: darling I adore you happy birthday oh. Oh. yeah maybe start with the white bag
2: Okay, so what I've got here is a brown, uh, brown paper. I love brown paper wrapping. I know. And then (laughs) silver, (laughs) and then silver, silver ribbon. Um, Just a second. Oh, it's really nice to get presents.
3: Oh, yeah, of course.
2: Well, they kind of like diminish a bit when you get older. Nonsense.
3: I couldn't disagree more. (laughs) They get better. Quite a lot of layers, you'll notice.
2: Will a penny sweet fallout in the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get such amazing mugs. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh, wait. It says on a mug. So, this is a, a white mug. I'd say off white with metallic gold writing written in a very fine quill hand. It says, Today is going to be fucking fantastic.
3: <laughs> there you go. It's so oh,
2: good. God.
3: I've realised, I feel like I've bought where you quite a few mugs.
2: Yeah, but you love tea and I love coffee. It's well, that's perfect. it. And
3: everybody loves mug. Oh a my good God. I mug. love
2: this mug. <laughs> I love it. Good. I love anything that's chic, but also like swears. Yes, swearing. Yeah, Yeah, I hear you. foul mouth jewels. (laughs) That's what they'll call me in some regions.
3: That's what they'll call you in the nursing home. (laughs) Where's my mug? My chic fucking mug. Where is it?
2: (laughs) Oh, he needs his mug. Oh, he's.
3: Can we get his mug, please? (laughs) Um, Great. Now, so this is the card.
2: It's everything. It's an image of a girl with 80s glasses, a metallic gold headband, sequined leotard and tights that says life goals. Yeah. It's very good. And inside it says, to the brilliant, wonderful Jules, I'm so lucky and blessed to have you. Someone with one look, one smirk or one hand gesture (laughs) um, that can make me howl. You're my tonic, darling. Love, Sarah. Um, Kiss, kiss. Also, on a side note, it says, I don't know where I'd be without you. Um, Well, I do. Thin, but miserable. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) Terribly sorry.
1: <laughs> That's loud. <lulled. laughs> sure. Oh,
3: darling, you are now brown bag. The the name I've on the bag, yes, might it. be slightly a giveaway.
2: Oh my god, you bought me cheese. <laughs> yeah, I bought you
3: cheese.
2: <laughs> We've got a tickle more goat.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I went into the shop and I was like, I need something quite funny. Have you got any funny? He was like, mm, something a bit quirky. <laughs> and when I saw this one, I was like, yes, I'll have a, I'll have a slice of that.
2: <laughs> this cheese is called Rachel.
3: Yes! <laughs> I said, oh, I'll have a bit of Rachel, and I'll also have a bit of tickle more.
2: Oh my God, it's so good! Thank you. I have to take Oh photos.
3: darling, it's such a pleasure, and I loved the name of the shop,
2: pistachio and pickle. I
3: love that pistachio and pickle. Oh my
2: God, it's, it's so,
3: so good. <laughs> Annoying that the prices were still left on. I can't apologise enough for that.
2: No, but it's cheese, so I know you yeah. spent a lot. That's yes, fine. Well,
3: actually probably good to know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> if in doubt, with fromage. Leave, leave, leave the price up. on. <laughs> Give me a gift sticker.
3: (laughs) It's a present. Shall I take the price off? No, leave it on. (laughs) It won't hurt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Leaving the price on for (sighs) gifts is really clever.
3: Oh, yes.
2: Oh, is the price still on there? How accidental. Oh, oh,
3: Oh. gosh. Oh, let me take that off. (laughs) What am I like?
2: You've already seen it with double figures. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, darling. Oh, happy birthday.
3: I mean, Tell me, what's the plans for the big birthday? Well,
2: I'm actually going to a friend's wedding.
3: Oh, kind of you.
2: (laughs) How sweet of her to book it on the day. She did apologise, like, immediately. (laughs) Um, And it's also the same day that Ken and Sheila got married, so I actually see it as a bit of a blessing. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I'm driving to... Bristol for my birthday but I you know me birthday month and all um I was taken to Prague for my birthday by Dutch yes. which is very sweet um and lovely bicycles yes and then um yesterday I spent the day with Sheila but we will come on to that <laughs> <laughs> now the Netherlands Gulliver's Travels <laughs> comes to mind <laughs> So Dutch is from Friesland, which is the... Um, I mm, think, sounds cold. Yeah, no. It's where the Friesian cows come from. I see. Which my grandma used to have. I mean, it all comes together, <laughs> doesn't it? it? Swings and roundabouts. Um,
3: there are no coincidences.
2: Or just one week, potential husbands, the next. It all <laughs> just goes. But um, they are the tallest race in the world. So Yes, of course. Now, I am... 6 foot 1 at a push. Yeah. Um but Dutch is 6 foot 5. Dutch's brother is 6 foot 8. Good
3: heavens.
2: This is what not, are they feeding this, them? This is, this is not a family of anomalies. The whole village and town are tall. All the ceilings are high because the people are so tall. Sinks
3: too high for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. we, we, we went to a concert. I couldn't see over people. Well, welcome to my world. I was like on tiptoes trying to see people <laughs> yeah. and like it was it was incredible. But also I tasted A Dutch breakfast. Not a euphemism. (laughs) I had breakfast at Dutch's parents and Dutch's mum, Dutch's wonderful mum, Inica served sugar bread.
3: Now, bread with sugar.
2: So all For the, breakfast. It was continental. So lots of breads and cheeses. Lovely. Divine, lovely. Oh, and also dream. guilt-free because you're being culturally polite, which as a British person is convenient. And you're on
3: holiday and everybody knows you can't put on weight on holiday. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's guilt-free. So anyway, there's this sugar bread. And she said, have you tried it? And I was like, oh God, oh God. I thought I'll just have a half.
3: Yeah, because you haven't been eating sugar at I, all. I've, You've been I've, really good about that. I've
2: been eating sugar, but I've been limiting what kinds of sugar I'm eating. And I've been fasting and I it just it's just like I'm I need to just feel better at the moment. So I'm limiting the things that I know like sugar make yeah. me feel weird. Anyway,
3: weirder. Uh,
2: yeah, ooh, uh, had a bite of this bread, and I don't want to over dramatize anything, Portslieu crew. But I was off my head. <laughs> I was off my head. This bread is like it must be how a bee feels when it finds the best flower in the field, and it just goes deep in nectar. The
3: drunk on pollen feeling. Like
2: I got wasted on this sugar bread. <laughs> like and it, like it like it didn't feel like I was behaving oddly. But then when you look back. <laughs> certain things were slightly <laughs> slightly unusual like how I kind of went upstairs from the bathroom and just really just pranced nude in his house sure it was really owned there yes what a um, moment
3: what a telltale sign yeah, something was left off left
2: the curtains open when I was getting changed in his room kind of started singing and then we went on a walk and then it <laughs> started singing it, I had a crash and it came from me but I was wheeling a right. pram and I was like
1: boo
3: yeah
2: just went like, okay. down well there it was at lunch again chopped myself back up didn't great. I great yeah. that sugar
3: look at you spotting it in restaurants and stuff is that, is that the sugar bread I need some sugar bread now
2: <laughs> I've had to <laughs> lie in a dark room since being back
3: we've totally talked about my friend who did the same thing with a Kit Kat chunky she hadn't had sugar for like you know a good few weeks she'd been really good one bite she was on the sofa she had a sweaty top lip
2: <laughs> oh, gosh! Oh God! But also, I had another Dutch delicacy, not a euphemism, yes, um <laughs> that is a casse souffle a in a cass- kebab shop. It's a cheese souffle,
3: a cheese in a kebab shop, yeah, good. Heaven. Now, I was
2: warned about this cheese You're souffle. Lucky if you get
3: cheese sauce over it. I
2: know. Oh, God, you get it in abundance over there. But this cheese souffle, now, it's, it was more, I'd say, kind of a whipped pat. No, a whipped pasty. Mm, uh,
3: mm, what? And
2: I ordered it, and all the people were like, oh, be careful with that. It's very hot. It's hot. Just be careful. And I was like, this thing will be a walk in the park. Loads of mayonnaise on top, Slice it up, like beautifully. Almost like I've referenced before, dissecting a body. <laughs> and then. <laughs> ate it very God. delicately, and now it was warm. Was it? It was warm. And if I hadn't have dissected it like that, yeah. oh, well, I'd have been in A&E. Yeah, sure. I'd have been yeah. in A&E We're with mouth blisters. We're
3: McDonald's apple pie, the most heat-retentive <laughs> food on It makes McDonald's
2: Earth. apple pie look frosted. Yes,
3: Wow. <laughs> The amount of food I've eaten and burnt my mouth on and kept going because I'm so greedy. Well, you
2: can almost do that kind of like that act where you flip it from one side of your mouth to the yeah, other, don't you? Yeah. Like, and, it's like <gasps> and your jaw kind of goes and you breathe in. I'll
3: also put a bit on my tongue and then go, <sighs> like pull the air around it to cool it down. Almost like, like an yeah. inbuilt Dyson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, then, but then, I've because I've seen you do it, You don't learn from your mistake. You then just keep going. Oh, I'll
3: keep going. Once your mouth is burnt, it's burnt. There's no looking back. You may as well enjoy yourself.
2: My life crippled as Sarah Powell. (laughs) Um, How are you, darling? Oh,
3: God. Do you know what? I'm good, darling. I'm good. I had a little little incident on the way that I thought you might enjoy. Um, I was was
2: walking. (laughs) How every story should start.
3: (laughs) I was walking. I was walking um, along the pavement down to the station, right? And I saw in a shop doorway, a little snail, right? A little snail, don't know where he'd come from. Might have, you know, fallen off a cabbage or something. Not sure.
2: Just getting on with life. Just Cabbages getting on. Cabbages in central he, London. He yeah, looked
3: confused, sure. and I looked everywhere, and it was just tarmac. And I felt for him, and I thought, "This poor snail. I'm going to rescue him, right?" So I picked him up by the shell, not by his slimy little body. Don't be ridiculous. And I started carrying him along, and I thought, "Me carrying a snail? I'm carrying a snail." People were looking you're at that me. Woman. Yes,
2: you're that woman. I
3: was that one. There she goes. There's Sarah with her snail. Morning. It's just me, me and my snail. Here we go. Like this. And I had to walk for quite a long time. You know what London's like? Barren for anything green. It was just concrete. I was trying to look for it.
2: Did you take him on the tube? No, I didn't
3: take him on the tube.
2: I'm relocating you. Where, where I, are we going? I've heard your complaints about this Zone 2 area. And I shall relocate you to the other side of London. You're Come welcome. On,
3: snail. But you're better than this. You're worth more. I'd
2: park it is is. anyway he started
3: really squirming he started He'd had really enough. like Put me down. yeah he was like I don't like it I'm not I'm on the move and I don't know where we're going I suppose he thought I thought maybe he thinks he's you know he, I'm a bird that's scooped him up and taken him into flight well he, he needs doesn't to stay know. in that
2: damn shell and yeah. wrestle about well, that's
3: the thing I, the weird that's what I thought I was like surely you'd go back in the shell and then I was getting scared I was like what if he's trying to like lose the shell what if he's like the shell's got attached to something if and a a he's off a
2: came out of its shell while it was in my hands and leapt on me to reveal its slug (laughs) innards I don't know if I'd recover well
3: that's what I thought I thought I need to get him somewhere quickly this is going to be
2: traumatic anyway I was
3: walking I saw somebody had... It wouldn't have been my first choice had Sammy not been so unhappy, but I saw it was like a little pot plant in somebody's sort of front yard, really. I hope it wasn't thing. their hostas. They won't <laughs> no,
2: be well, they won't be grateful of that. That's
3: it. I popped him in there. And I was annoyed because, obviously, 10 steps forward, I saw a bit of lawn and I thought he would have been better off on that.
2: No, 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 he's better undercover. Well,
3: that's what I thought. Yeah, keep him undercover. So, yeah, that was my... That was, I thought, I'll tell Jules about this on the podcast.
2: <laughs> snail relocation. My
3: snail rescue. <laughs> That's my new BBC Two series. <laughs>
2: This week we're uh, this week on snail lo- relocation. We're taking Eric, the snail we picked up in Norfolk, to the Channel Islands, <laughs> uninvited. But he he stressed desires to move on.
3: Eric's always shown an interest in Guernsey, and we're going to make that happen for him now. <laughs> ah,
2: Valerie, are you shell moving to the Lake District? Let us accommodate you.
3: Oh, shell rescue is it? Oh, I love her. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh God. shell rescue is so good
3: <laughs> it could go across a- crabs yeah.
2: <laughs> do you know i've not been able to eat soft shell crab since the blue planet no oh it was ever so traumatic and it really wasn't oh, a- i don't
3: know if i want to know i love soft shell crab is it
2: bad it's bad i haven't been oh. able to eat it since because they crawl out of their shell yeah and while their new shell's waiting to harden yeah soft shell crab It's not a type of crab, they're in between houses, they're relocating. Or feel
3: terrible, not quite bad enough to not eat it though, it's so good. I can't
2: eat, don't serve me at your wedding. God,
3: I had it the other night, you must be joking, I'm not stretching to soft shell crab. (laughs) (laughs) Beetroot and goat's cheese darling, don't worry about it. I nearly ordered
2: that the other night and thought of you. Oh, don't spoil it. No, I didn't want to spoil (laughs) it, I'm not having it for two
3: months. (laughs) Oh God, will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh,
2: let's.
3: I had a very lovely message in from Evie. Now, hi, Evie. Hello. Evie said, I mean, this is just hot off the press this morning. Just wanted to say yours and Jules's Wobble podcast has really helped me out after going through a few wobbles myself lately. You're honestly both amazing. Thank you. Evie, we sort of, this is the reason that we wanted to start doing Wobble, just because everybody wobbles, right? Chances are, you know, we have them, you have them, everybody has them, and Wobble is just a chance to go, oh thank God, I'm not alone.
2: Exactly, your hand movements then were incredible. Yes. I really, I was like, she's going oh, to knock me out in a minute. Some air
3: around the room, to be honest. It's getting
2: hot, isn't it? it? Is. Um, I've had one come in here from Andrea Chichi. Hi,
3: I Andrea. i
2: um, hello, Jules. I've just discovered yours and Sarah's podcast. I'm listening to it on my cycle commute to work, and I am laughing on my own like a crazy person. I also want to change my name to Cherry Pug. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of new people coming into the podcast yes, recently. Oh, welcome aboard to this madhouse. You are
3: now in the Portslough crew, in case you knew it or not. You're you're here, so you're in with us. And
2: really, the things to be in the Portslough crew is be a kind, good, honest, slightly crazy person. Yes,
3: cheese-loving. Though we do take the lactose intolerant as well. I'm <laughs> Absolutely. Vegans. vegans, everybody's welcome here. I
2: have a tweet here from Ophelia. Hello, Ophelia. Hi.
3: Uh-huh philia slightly posh
2: jules van hat falling asleep in the loo is the funniest thing i've heard this week (laughs) (laughs) that's me on a business trip in san francisco (laughs) if you'd care to dive into that
3: um this is um alice Gracet who has slid into the dms on jules and sarah podcast you'll love this in my village we have our own jeff wallbank He is also called Jeff. He is the head of the parish council and all relevant committees and on Christmas Eve dresses up as Santa and rides around in the back of a pickup truck ringing a bell and saying ho 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 all in aid of the Rotary Club of course.
2: I mean, I like, I'm interested in Jeff. I want to know more. The
3: original Jeff Wallbank. The original gangster. If you know a Jeff Wallbank, do get in touch. Absolutely. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And
2: I'm at Jules Von Hat.
3: And Jules and Sarah, the podcast, it's always there for you should you need it. Um, how is Sheila?
2: Sheila is... Epic, Like, absolutely wonderful. She came to London this week. Her train was 20 minutes delayed. Mm, she wouldn't like but that. No, she didn't like that. And then we met at Liberty's. Um, we met on the stairs. She texted me and said, I'm here. I told her what Flora was. She was not showing her f- sign anywhere. So I started to go up the stairs. She was coming down the stairs. We decided to have our catch-up on the stairs of Liberty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she decided to stroke the banisters and tell me about the trip down memory lane, about how she'd come to Liberty as a child from West Yorkshire, how it opened her eyes to the world of luxury. Char-
3: charming. Charming.
2: Um, she'd also told me that she doesn't like Moroccan food. We then had a big debrief about couscous, orange, tagines, that kind of thing, because I'm not a Moroccan She's food lover her back either. On it. Imagine Shado and I stood there really chewing that I Moroccan love it. fat. On go, the excuse st-
3: me, could I get around? Excuse me, excuse Just me. Just a minute I'm yes. discussing
2: couscous with my mother you know? here. <laughs> 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 we then um, had a lovely lunch together, actually. Oh. Uh, Sheila had gnocchi. Good, good,
3: solid choice for a day in London, <laughs> Sheila. That'll keep you going all the way back up north.
2: <laughs> we both had a glass of rosé. And Oof, then, um, yeah. Now, yeah, but what rosé does to me, and I, I, I always forget this because I'm drawn salivating to the very pale peach grape, but rosé makes me a bit of a bitch. Wow. If I have it in the afternoon and if I stop drinking it, it really came to surface while Sheila and I were shopping. I see. Now, usually when Sheila and I go shopping, it is where we mentioned it before. It's the synchronized motion of separate, divide, split force, come back, show the purchase. Yeah. This time was a trip that I was being taken out for birthday. So Sheila was not spending the coin on herself. She was spending it on me, her (laughs) firstborn. So we end up in a very lovely shop. Won't mention names in case they want me to front their campaign. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a French brand, so I doubt that'll ever happen. (laughs) Sure. And I started trying on clothes to which they didn't have the number that I needed in the back of the clothes. The guy had to go off three flights down to the basement. This took 20 minutes to go get my size. My patient started to wear... He was checking
3: his Instagram.
2: It started to wear thin. Right. Now, I said to Sheila... The rosé. Exactly. (laughs) As I was stood in the fitting room with people walking past, other people coming in annoyingly children buying clothes that I was buying. What? You know, when you're like, go, go to somewhere where the clothes are cheap. Like, this is oh, my tree. This yes. is my birthday tree. Yeah. It's a luxury shop. 19-year-olds, <laughs> get out. Yes, I know. Anyway, um, comes back. Oh, we haven't got this, but we've got this. We've got... I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for that. And then I start to get shirty. And this is not, I would really like to highlight. A pun there. This, uh, yeah, <laughs> this isn't something I've proud... I'm proud of. Sheila, who I thought would clash with me on the shop floor, Actually, back me up. Wow. Yeah, the Von Hepps came together and we really (laughs) took the bait and challenged. (sighs) Then we had to go over to another shop because they didn't have the size in this shop. We had to go and find another one of their retail outlets. God. We found it. By this point, I'm spitting feathers. I'm ready for a glass of wine number two. But yes. no, no, no. We've invested and we are getting this jumper. We are buying this jumper by hook or by crook. Yep. And this, I then see the shirt of my dreams. Well, this was an absolute sideline. I was like blinded by the lights. I was like, I need that shirt. Try it on. Have you got the next size up? and just need a looser fit. The only place they have this shirt is in Paris. Oh,
3: God.
2: Yes. I said, well, can you order it over? We can order it over, but it may take some time. You're better going to Paris.
3: Oh, casual. Yeah, what, you're going to put me on the Eurostar?
2: I said, I don't want to go to Paris, and it erupted. I don't want
3: to go to Paris. (laughs) It
2: it erupted. I don't want to go. It erupted to an almost, you know, Nikki from Big Brother. Yes, sure. Who is she? Yes, yeah. Uh, It kind of became that, at which point I was stormed inside the fitting room, shut the curtain, and I heard Sheila take a big sigh, and I was like, crap, I've overstepped the mark. And then we then had to pay for the jumper with the woman that had served us, who I had had the hissy fit with
3: about the shirt, about
2: the damn shirt. Oh
3: well, um, she so, would have presumed you were happy in the end.
2: Well, then we get in the cab, and I like I made sure I gave Sheila a hug outside the shop so they could see I'm a nice person. Yeah, It was fine. them that were annoying me, not my own mother. <laughs> we got in the taxi, and Sheila decided to give me a rundown from start to finish of how I had slightly overreacted. Sure, <laughs> we laugh now. <laughs> But listen, this is a note to all store stuff out there. Don't just say you haven't got something. Give me options. Give me solutions. Don't give me problems.
3: And don't take 20 minutes to go in the stockroom because we know that you are going on Facebook. That's what's happening. I
2: don't care about who you're messaging on Tinder. I need to be clothed.
3: Absolutely. Get in, get out.
2: (laughs) do you want to see me walking bare naked down Oxford Street? Absolutely. I'll say. How the devil is June. You're going to love this. Okay.
3: June's got a new water feature. Yes, attitude, it's arrived. It's very, very heavy. She's had to uh, clear a space uh, amongst the gravel for it. They've had to lay a little plinth for it to sit on. Uh, and the man has come. It's plumbed in, but it needs a pump. So she's waiting on a pump. So it's like a giant... It's tense one.
2: at June. It is. It's, it's like
3: a sort of giant orb. A bit like a Scotch egg.
2: And does the water come out the middle and it trickles down yes, the side? Yes, it trickles exactly down the side.
3: exactly what you mean. Yep, she yep, 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 yep,
2: June getting yeah. very artistic.
3: Well, she went to the Chelsea Flower Show and bought it. She said, Oh, is that June? the yeah, Chelsea Flower? it's flowers? arrived. It's arrived, Dad said, within 10 minutes of being in there. She was like, yes, done, sir. I'll have one. I'll take it. Oh, I bet, and-
2: da- <laughs> I bet Dad's collar was tight that yeah. day. Oh. <laughs> really,
3: June? <laughs> the bigger one, right? (laughs) so that's so more news on that as we get it um but june june's got a new motb obsession right now you know with mom and the wedding you never quite know which way it's going to go remember the hat fiasco that we had Um, what is
2: the situation with hats? is it that string with a peg we've got
3: (laughs) we've got someone working the cloakroom that's what's happening. Staff, the ven- yes. always the answer the to venue, every issue. We were like, going. look, can we just get somebody to do it? She was like, yeah, absolutely. We'll put you down for someone. So somebody is going to be dealing with all of that, right? <laughs> and <laughs> June's new thing is that... I don't know where she's seen this. She's either seen it on a picture online or she's been to a wedding where they had this. That when somebody gets up to do a reading, right, or a speech their reading or speech is printed on the back of something. So rather than getting up with a scrappy bit of paper that somebody's put in their bag or put in their pocket that they're then wrestling out.
2: phones, I can't bear that. I've
3: never seen that.
2: I've seen it a few (gasps) times.
3: A reading in a wedding ceremony Mm. on a phone. Mm. You're joking. Mm. What what would that look like on the photos? Looked like they were checking their fantasy football. Awful. Um,
2: (laughs) Which is not, Sarah's opinion is not an insult to any weddings that I've been to. (laughs) They were all great, thank (laughs) you.
3: I'm shocked. (laughs) Um, but obviously the thing to do is to ask mark who's been designing all our stuff he's done all our invitations mark we just need you to come up with a pattern just a little something and then we'll print we'll print the reading on and that will be given to Or what we do as
2: presenters cut and stick
3: cut well it will be a cut and stick that'll be me the night before obviously so that's that june however I got this weird email yesterday from somebody called India Jane,
2: right? And I thought... No, babes. I shop in India Jane. <laughs> it's the best store ever. Go. Well, so She's a genius.
3: <laughs> I get this email from India Jane who... I didn't know. But it, June's done that thing where she's gone on, chosen something, and emailed it through to somebody else, right? I've re- I've pieced it together. I was like, why is India Jane asking me if I want this for my readings, right?
2: Tracing June's. Yes. I was like, I Oh, I see Her what's cookies, as it were. So
3: what she's found is it's like a book box. Do you know what I mean? So it looks like a very slim book, but actually it's a, bo- it's a box with a hinge that June's like, I think this would be good. I think this would be good to put the readings in. June, I mean, I haven't actually... Readings?
2: No, no, no. no That's no, going to no. get confused. Yes. Everybody needs their own reading. You can't be muddling things up. Well, no,
3: I think the idea is that she wants everyone to have their own book box. But I'm thinking you open it up, it falls out, the notes fall down. The design was not in keeping with the wedding India
2: Jane is not really Garish Sarah no
3: that's why I've never heard of her no (laughs) no. no. India's not for me good luck to her you're not for me India
2: June though if you are listening and do fancy a trip out to India Jane do let me know I'm very partial the the one in Kensington is to die for (laughs) the umbrella the umbrella stands Sarah you've never seen anything quite like it
3: Oh, gosh. So, yes, um, I'll keep you posted on on what June does find. But we were saying as well, for the guys at a wedding, a speech is quite a big deal. That's the sort of, it's quite a big moment for them, the best man, you know, and the groom. They're sort of working up to it. So I said, Mum, you can't really, you're going to have to just let them have their own notes. You're going to just have to let them get on with it and not run up and then give them their, (laughs) their mounted speech, which they've cut bits out of and changed on the way there. We can't get in. To that but for the reading, what's most
2: important is the delivery,
3: absolutely. Um, so yes, <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Should we do a bit of news from the north?
2: Oh my gosh, let's! My news comes from the Lincolnshire Live. Oh,
3: nice, live
2: shopper points out most confusing sign ever at Lincolnshire Tesco. <laughs> The store has now explained why the sign for its petrol station is pointing shoppers in the wrong direction. (laughs)
3: That is confusing. It is
2: confusing. A Tesco store in Lincoln has been called into action after it was found one of its car park signs wasn't pointing the right way. The supermarket in Rugby Road attracts hundreds of shoppers every day, but many drivers have been left confused by, by the sign outside for the petrol station and the exit, which points in completely different directions. I'm imagining a lot of van men with butties scratching their heads. Yes. Oh, which way do I go?
3: Stuck on the ring road.
2: The mistake was pointed out to the supermarket's Twitter page by one regular, although he did see the funny side. Posting on <laughs> Twitter, Jack Mulholl, 92, posted, This sign always makes me laugh at Rugby Road. Not pointing in the right direction for either the petrol station or the exit. Keen to know where the signs pointed to, Lincolnshire Live went down to the supermarket to see for ourselves. <laughs> uh-huh. Busy day that day, wasn't it? We found the sign directed shoppers heading in one direction to turn right when the petrol station is actually on their left. While drivers heading on the other direction were told the petrol station was on their left when it was actually on their right. Oh,
3: it's terribly confusing. How annoying. Very annoying. Who put it up?
2: But when approached by Lincolnshire Live, the supermarket blamed Mother Nature and said the sign had been blown around by the wind. So it was facing completely the wrong direction. I would like to point out that the the text hasn't been blown around. No. Do you know
3: what I mean? Let's be clear on this. And also, what, a full... sign a proper like fitted sign doesn't really
2: there's I'm looking at it there's no way it could have been blown around mm,
3: you're not buying it
2: not buying it at all
3: June was once very, very late picking me up from a kid's party because she said somebody turned the sign round. She was more perplexed than anyone else. Doing
2: a bit. Yeah. A Tesco spokesperson said, we've fixed the sign in our car park, which has been blown by the wind the wrong way. Luckily, no customers seem to have blown off course.
3: (laughs) Well, no, they have, actually. (laughs) That's kind of the whole point here. Lots of people have been blown off. Off course. Ridiculous. Um, Do you
2: need to eat? Yeah.
3: (laughs) This comes from the runcorn and witness world. Right. Wakey, wakey. Mersey Gateway staff caught snoring whilst motorist tries to pay toll a motorist could not pay his Mersey gateway toll because a staff member was snoring on the other end of the phone Liverpool musician Joe Smith recorded the bizarre incident after failing to get through to any customer service agent from toll operator Mersey Flow on Saturday afternoon in the video the 38 year old appears to get connected to the Mersey Flow customer services only to hear heavy breathing and snoring on the other end of the line despite (laughs) you should be
2: gutted if you were Running a sex line Wouldn't you
3: (laughs) (laughs) Despite shouting Hello Repeatedly down the phone The snoozing staff member Did not wake up Forcing the bemused driver To miss his toll payment deadline Joe said I rang Merseyside Flow because I couldn't pay the toll online as the website was down I followed the instructions that when you press a number to get through to all you need to but when it connected I could hear snoring down the other end of the phone there's only so many times you can shout hello I was tempted to start singing a lullaby it's absolutely ridiculous it's a complete <laughs> joke that this has happened and I might have a fine looming over my head the LFC fan who crossed the bridge on Friday night to play a gig with his band Smokestack in Runcore also claims that when he rang a second time the customer service was not much better. He said, I finally got through again and they were just not bothered. I told them I'd recorded the snoring and I was going to put it on Twitter and they thought it was funny. They said they couldn't wait to see it. It's not like it was late hours. It was right in the middle of the day when I rang. It might have been working night. Nice. Absolutely. It was just mad. The customer service was diabolical and I don't know how they're getting away with it. And Mercy's flow spokes. Persons said they are aware of the post on social media and are currently investigating. Responding to previous complaints about poor customer service, they said, We are dedicated to giving bridge users the best service we can and our processes are reviewed constantly to make sure they meet the highest standards. Sorry to everyone in Liverpool. We always strive to be as customer focused as possible and take any complaints or suggestions about the project seriously and deal with them on a case by case basis. I was quite proud. of Yeah, right, you should be.
2: <laughs> case by case
3: basis. Case by case basis. Basis. Is- um, do you want to play? Would you rather? Yes. Rules. Would you rather only be able to talk in the third person, or how
2: irritating?
3: Never be able to use anyone's
2: name. I would never be able to use anyone's oh. name. <laughs> think how many people I meet on a daily basis I can't remember anything everyone's babe love darling <laughs> they think I've been sincere I don't know what your bloody name is that's what why what if
3: you were trying to tell me about somebody like what if you were like oh Amanda's coming at six
2: I'd be like "Rosy Cheeks loves a check coat <laughs> yeah you- awkward haircut yeah yeah i'm really what's that game articulate yes yeah i would be an olympic champion of you'd articulate love it. yeah i'd oh. love it you'd be easy to describe oh my little garish friend she's
3: going <laughs> she's on her way she's
2: on her way my little loud garish friend she'll be here in any second you'd
3: get so quick and it'd be like um oh what's her name plump uh, too much eye makeup <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, oh, it almost, it
3: Only talking in the third person. Very irritating. Very irritating. Well, it's funny. Irritating. Since,
2: since Isle of Paradise launched, I actually sit in a lot of meetings where my face is on a board and they talk about things and, you know, business things. And they say, oh, we could get Jules to do this. Jules could do this. And I have to sit there and I, I actually have disconnected that Jules as wow, me. Wow. It's like I'm some like, alter ego. I'm just like, God, that is fabulous. <laughs> he looks terrific. And then, I, and then I'm like, oh, wait, this is actually me. So I'm quite used to hearing myself be talked about in the third person. Yeah. I don't do it about myself. No, I have shows that, that you are slightly.
3: Very irritating. Mm. Um, so you're going for nobody's name.
2: Yes, of course. <laughs> babe. Thank you. Um,
3: we absolutely adore you for listening. Thanks so much for bearing with us. Um, do get in touch. Maybe a bit of birthday correspondence for our darling jewels. Um, do get in touch. You can write to us. The address is.
2: The Portsloo Crew HQ. P.O. Box. 6, six seven, four, seven,
3: London. And... W. Five. Nine G H um that was H. We do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for?
2: It's an affirmation.
3: Oh right. It looks like it's coming off the top of your head here, which is exciting.
2: (laughs) Jules wants you to go out there and live your live your best life, babe. (laughs) Oh very fun.
3: Very very, very,
2: (laughs) fun. See what Jules did. Jules can't bear it.
3: We love you for listening, and we will see you next
1: time. Joel says bye.
4: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.